Sie hören Sport und Musik. Das Spiel ist aus! Deutschland ist Weltmeister! Mario Götze! Mario Götze! Tonight, whether you call it football, football or soccer, a German-American and a German in America dare to call it Fußball. German Fußball from an American point of view. Let's add some buns to that hamburger and join them for the Schnitzel Boys Deutschland Hour. Oh. We got Hans Wolf in the chat saying hello. I might have spelled, I said Gruß Gott, the Bayerische greeting. I don't know if I spelled it correctly. Well, it's two words. And it's probably an umlaut, right? Got an umlaut over the U. But I don't know how that? to do an umlaut on my keyboard here. I don't do it on my phone, but on my keyboard, uh, I don't really you're know. A, you're a Windows person. I can't help you. True. Because on my iPhone, it's easy. How about that? Does that work? Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, got. Probably Who's got? Grüß Gott, Björn, wie geht's? Grüß Gott. Danke gut. Und dir? Ja, alles gut. Ich bin richtig beschäftigt, aber alles gut. You're a busy man. Yeah, busy, busy boy. I started classes last week. I'm back to college. And I'm learning German. Finally. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a heritage speaker, so I'm in, I'm in two classes. I'm an advanced conversational class where we watch movies. I have to watch a German movie after this to talk about the class tomorrow. And then I'm in a very basic grammar class. Now, I, as a heritage speaker, which class for me is easy? Which class for me is very difficult? Oh, the grammar class is hard for you. Yes. German, too, yeah. is very hard. And the advanced uh -huh. conversational class is like, kein Problem. There's no kein Problem. Yeah. Isn't that gross? Gross, gross God. I mean, big God, right? Or am I wrong? Gross. Or is that just a slang? Although he's got he's got the he's got that special German S going. That's that is the S set. Yeah, that's the, that's correct. How did um, you do that? With your, do you have a magic keyboard, Hans, or your Mac boy? I need to get a program maybe and try to, because I have to start typing German paragraphs yeah. and stuff. So I have to get my. Got to do keyboard. it on your phone. The the the, yeah. the phone and phones are easier. Right. You just hold them. the thing and then it gives you options. Macs are easy too. I don't know. PCs are probably easy too. There's character map. Don't you have character map and you can cut and paste? I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I'd love to be able to do it. Just, I'm sure there's a very easy way to do I'm it. I'm sure but, there's yeah. a way to do that too. The anyway, will tell you. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, so I'm in German class. I'm watching a German movie tonight called Soul Kitchen. Came out in 2009 oh. about a dude who owns a restaurant in Berlin. Got a very good German German name. German name. It's I mean it's a Turkish German restaurant, Greek situation. Oh, so cool. a lot of New World stuff. Watched the first short film I watched was called Schwarze Fat or something. It was a nineteen ninety-three German Oscar winning short film. Uh, mm -hmm. about racism on the train, but it has a double meaning because, as we know, in Germany, riding Schwarz black... Schwarzfahren. Schwarzfahren means... Um, That's how I do it. No ticket. Uh, yeah, it means riding without a ticket. I can't figure out the machine, so just ride without a ticket. And I've never been caught. Although last time I was there, I had uh, tickets every time. I followed the rules like a good boy. But um, Well, in Germany, you can, uh, you can buy a ticket and then you have to stamp it, usually in the bus or the tram right so you can if you wanted if you want to sort of skirt the rules you can just buy the ticket and then not stamp it and then if somebody comes you can plead ignorance and if you if nobody comes you can reuse it two times ago when i was in berlin there was no stamping you just get on the train get off oh and then if a cop being like wait ticket you had to show it or else you got caught and uh, all my friends got caught i don't even know how there weren't even police on the trains i was on Maybe I looked just well, when I was a when I was a, a young person. They would have this was a special job. The people who were who were controlling, uh, checking for tickets at this, this was not cops. This was like civilians, people civilian specific. Clothes? No people, yeah, in civilian clothes. They would come in in groups of three because they would block all the doors so that people wouldn't like, you know, run out, and then they would check everybody's ticket. Nice. Yeah, I don't. And then I, they had a, they had in Berlin. I think they had underground insurance for this. This obviously wasn't legal, but you could buy, you could buy into like Schwarzfahrer Versicherung, 
So insurance, and so if you got caught, they would reimburse you for your for your fine. <laughs> so you could, I like it. So the insurance was cheaper than buying the ticket. Well, I think getting caught every now and then is cheaper than buying the ticket in general. I think like right fine uh, spots makes sense. Like makes sense. Seventy bucks or something. When I was a poor man in New York City. I would ride Schwartz. I rode Schwartz for a year, and in New like York, you would I, jump the you would jump the turnstile, or have people in, in open York, doors for you. Or? I, I do a mix of both. In New York, it's more challenging because in Germany, and I think a lot of places, there's no walls. It's just an honor system. No, there's no like, physical barrier, right? You can yeah. just go in, and it's so German in that I think if you are standing on the platform but not taking a train. You have to have like a platform pass. It costs twenty cents, or something like that. Some crazy, you know. You know how that works in Germany. Uh, but anywho, in New York, you have a subway and you swipe your way in, and there's gates. So if you don't have a swiper, you can't go past the gates. And I'm a f- big dude, but I spent a year hopping over gates and getting swiped in, and I got caught three times. So I had to pay $300 in fines. Now let's do the math here. I spent a year and I paid $300 for unlimited subway in fines. Let's pretend I didn't have those fines and I bought a monthly 12 months out of the year. What's the price difference of that? There's no monthlies in New York. I mean, well, what I guess was, yeah, they were, were they the 30-day pass or whatever. But how much would you? It was 100 and when I was there, it was 115 for a monthly. Uh, per month. So you feel like so you I saved nine hundred dollars. You came you came out ahead. I had by like nine hundred dollars. And the sad thing well, was I was working in the city, and I always had to like sneak in because because I got paid in the city, and I couldn't afford the train pass until I came back from the city. So I had to like sometimes I just had to. But anyway, those are my New York tests. I also know exactly who to ask to swipe for you, Bjorn. Like like I, I'm such a talented. Schwartz rider and the, the New York subway system that I can stand there and wait and ask specifically the first correct person to swipe me in. That's how this good I was, am. This had to, you would just, was there like some total profiling, some racial, racial stereotyping involved? Or was it, I don't uh, want to call it stereotyping. Intuition? I'll call it archetyping or profiling. People are more trustworthy. A New York native, someone that was from New York City, born and raised, and usually someone of color would always help out because they have a pay it forward, help each other out mentality. The hipsters, the guests, the whitey whites, they wouldn't even answer your question. It's like you didn't even exist. Uh, So I always knew exactly who to ask. And it wasn't someone that looked like me. Let's just put it that way. So, you know, controversial statement, but, you know. From experience. So, you know, Bjorn, next time you see a guy in need, just help him out. Don't don't be so snooty about it, would you? Oh, I, I'm I, you wouldn't I'm one of the people you wouldn't have asked? Probably honestly, what, probably. What care <laughs> what category do oh the hipster? Oh I'm I'm a white white hipster is no good. Is it, that is you, that you you and your Jack Wolfskin jacket and your Trader Joe's bags. I'm like, I'm not asking that guy. Yeah. Jack Wolf, Jack Wolfskin jacket. I don't even know what that is. It's a brand. It's a European brand that Germans wear. Ah, okay. Like a big European. It's like how, in New York, that's the equivalent would be what is that jacket company? The Atlantic, the Antarctic. What's it called? The one that costs seven hundred bucks. The one that everyone's wearing. I'm being. I'm being. It's I'm being. Red stereotyped. Circle. I'm being like typecast. We've talked about. Worst, we've worst talked way. about. We've talked about this jacket brand before, so I do know you know what you're talking about. I do know you know what I'm talking about. Antarctic, Atlantic, what, Canada Fjall, Goose, Canada Goose, Fjall Raven, Canada Goose. What? Yeah, what is it? Right. Do you know Canada Goose jackets? Yeah, those are not made with ethical down. I don't think. I think there's some controversy there. Well, if you see a Canada Goose not... jacket, they're not swiping you on the subway. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Let's put it that way. They don't care for geese or for you. Right. I, I'm. Uh, I'm not the right geese. Yeah. Uh, Jack Wolf is my cousin, Hans Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jack Wolf skin. It's Wolf skin, and I just see them all over Germany. Just the Jack Wolf skin brand. I don't know. I'm an observant dude. Maybe it's just a random observation I have that is unfair. I don't know. I don't know, dude. Well, oh, on that note, King? 
This used to be. This is seltzer water. This used to be Burger King cup, but there's ice in it. So You're reusing your Burger King cup. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not one of them can of goose types. I'm very economical. How old is this cup? From today. That's today. Oh, oh, okay. earlier. From okay. From today. From earlier. But it's, it's full of like, ice. It's so not I'm like, like three years. Oh, I went to Burger King three years ago. This cup's still good. No. So I had a the bad. Edges, the, the the edges it leaks a little bit. Some of the the paper is, is has gotten soft a little, but yep, I'm gonna so, throw it away. I went so, to Wendy's on the way to class. And I went to Burger King <laughs> on the way back from class. So I did. This this lack of time is not great for me. I uh, I rewatched uh, uh, rewatched Pulp Fiction recently <sighs> with my with my family, and obviously there's a uh, uh, unedited so I, with your family with your two kids. My only my my older my son is seventeen. He's ah, no longer yeah. you know. He's no longer. Uh, I mean, whatever protection, whatever we've tried to protect him from, it's too late now. <laughs> so, so you and him are watching the gimp scene together. That's what you're saying. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? They I, was call more, I was more thinking about uh, what's his name, the actor, and his uh, who's who's getting shot by Samuel Jackson and John Travolta was like slurping his. Uh, he, Phil, he had a sprite. His, his was a sprite. Phil Lamar or whatever. No, well, no it's uh, what's this? He was like a TV um, actor. I know. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, big Kahuna that. burger. Can I try? Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. That's it. Hey Bjorn, do you know what they call a Big Mac? No, you know what called the quarter pounder in Europe? Yeah, Royale with cheese because they got the they got the metric system. They don't know from. Yeah, you can have a beer at McDonald's, man. Uh, John Travolta played a chippy, I think is what it was called. A chippy is someone who's a weekend. Frank Whaley. Frank Whaley. And he's no, he's like more of a TV actor, right? I know his face. But a chippy is someone, isn't a chippy is someone who's a weekend drug user. They only use drugs on the weekends. And specifically heroin for John Travolta. Okay. And that was called a chippy, I guess. Or something. Is that what we're, is that, I don't think we've... Is that being explained that he's only using it in the in the? Uh... No, but in Quentin Tarantino, I'm a big movie nerd, and so are you. In Quentin Tarantino fashion, he has a whole extra movie that no one sees. He has oh, a whole okay. Back so movie. chippy. So he's a chippy. He likes to do it on the yeah. So when John Travolta came out and said he's a chippy, talked to Quentin Tarantino about it. Quentin Tarantino told him to practice being a chippy. It's like floating in water two days out of the week. Ah, right, 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 right. Go to the okay. pool to get ready. You know, like in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that whole boat scene uh-huh. with him and his wife. I mean, he wrote a whole book on just that story. Mm. We okay. only saw a clip of it because with Quentin Tarantino. No, it's good. it holds up. It's a whole. Uh, so Hans Wolf would like to talk about the U.S. Open Cup. We never got to. Yeah, we were we were uh, definite. We talked about it about how MLS is not part of it. Well, there's no solution. Last I heard, there's still daily discussion. Yeah, it's still still being talked about. Yeah, so it's an ongoing question. What's going to happen? There was some call, there was some uh, talk that they should just uh, be able to extend their rosters, but that that has been dismissed. Yeah, we don't know yet. We don't know what's going to happen. The interesting thing here for me is, is... the the for lack of a better word the legality of all that so as i discussed earlier fifa regulation states that mls cannot pull out of the u.s open cup that's against fifa regulations now now however how enforceable are fifa regulations yeah, exactly i mean the question right because right. fifa also forces leagues to have promotion relegation mls does it right. and and to offer correction we talked about this earlier I put it as a photo. Mexico has open-endedly suspended the promotion relegation. So yeah, it's not looking yeah. like that's coming back. I thought it was coming not back. Any it's time not. Soon, yeah. And, you know, and some of them, there's other leagues that don't have it. So, like, you know, how enforceable is it? So, and my, yeah, no, go ahead. The U.S. Open Cup is, is of the U.S. Soccer Federation. It's their tournament. And the right. U.S. Soccer Federation is a direct subsidiary of CONCACAF and FIFA. They're part of the well, and they, said, and, they said, and they said can't be done. They said this is not okay. Like well, this was a unilateral sort of MLS decision, and they said right. no. And where MLS is a private entity. They're sanctioned by U.S. Soccer, but they're a private business. And as we can tell, MLS is very motivated by whatever they care about. Well, they're all, they are also not as in, entwined, I guess, 
now that some is soccer united marketing is no more they are no longer as sort of in in enmeshed i guess yeah, with US soccer, as they used to, as they used to be so there is this this conflict but i mean they'll have to work it out so hans wolf thinks it's sacrilege i mean i agree i agree in theory i mean but i also said at the time like really nobody it's also true that people don't really care in right. much numbers about the U.S. Open Cup, and so that's also um... Hans. Quick, who won the 2012 Open Cup? Quick, <laughs> 2012. Oh my god! Fine. Who won the 2022 Open Cup? Quick, oh, I can't answer. Right? Oh, the, oh, the year no, before. No, 2022. Oh, Two was uh, Orlando? Wasn't Orlando? I don't know. Was it? What was Orlando? It was uh, Houston last year. Up. I know it was Houston because Houston had a good run, and it was and because of Messi. Like it was just ironic because right after that announcement, the, mm. with Messi, U.S. Open Cup just became talk of the town. So it yeah, a and then a bigger then, than usual. And after Messi lost, apparently it's not featured in its in his documentary. <laughs> oh really? Because he didn't win. Okay, U.S. Open Cup. Uh, yeah, I have not seen that. Requiem for a Dream. We talked about this before, right? Hans Wolf is saying. Speaking of movies, I've never seen. Requiem for a Dream, an ex-girlfriend of mine brought it up several weeks ago, so I ordered it on Prime yesterday. Yeah, Darren Aronofsky, right? Jennifer yeah, Collins. Yeah. I think it's, uh, it's worth watching. I remember I remember liking it. Ellen Burst, Burstyn, I think. Right, she yeah. plays the, the older guy. The most vivid scene is, um, what's his face, Mickey, the guy who played Joker, the one of the worst Jokers. I think he's in it. He had a terrible infection in his arm, and a doctor had to remove his arm. Oof, it's, spoil don't it. spoil it. He's he's watching it tomorrow. Don't oh, don't. Oh, don't, sorry. don't well, that's oh yeah, that's, well, that's a soft spoiler. That's a soft spoiler. Sorry. Anyway, it's about not doing. Anything. I watched. Uh, I watched. Um, uh, poor things. Oh yeah, that's on my list with Emma Stone and black hair. I was yeah. She, I mean, it's worth seeing for sure. Best movie of the year for me, Bjorn? Godzilla Minus One by Country Mile. Oh, I've been wanting to see that. I have not seen it. By a Country Mile. So, uh, 22 was Orlando. Yeah, I was right. Versus Sacramento. Oh, right, because Sacramento had that run. I went to a Sacramento right. game. Where so John- Orlando and Houston. So- where Jonathan Klinsman let one of the softest goal, who's now in Italy, by the way. He signed a I've gone to the third Italian club. Oh, you just fail who- upward. Who did? Jonathan Klinsman, the guy who let oh, the softest goal roll past him. Uh, well, I am, I am, you know, I am a fan of the Open Cup. I have, I've gone to Queens for the Open Cup. I've driven to D.C., Washington D.C. for a road game Open Cup. I'm down, but like, there's not that many of us. So it's all these, all these people. I'm all I'm saying is all these people that are decrying MLS and blah. blah they should make a point to tune in and watch <laughs> and watch some of it. Um, well, another thing yeah. about that, and again, rehashing, is MLS does two things. They do a thing that lines with international soccer, and that's always thumbs up. People get it. It works. Then they do stuff where they do not line up with international soccer, and that is always open for a lot of criticism. And, it, and it, the fact that Don Garber is not really a soccer guy, that comes out that way. And this is an example of that. This is where they're like, oh, you know, we're not going to do the cup tournament anymore. That's very much, that's, that's, I can translate to that, to the whole like, we know that uh, you guys are soccer fans, but we don't care. Like, uh, you know, this country's full of soccer fans. World Cup sold out and it'll be sold out in a day. Copa America, it's going to get sold out in a day. You know, um, English Premier League, they pack bars at nine in the morning. You know, like soccer is loved in this country. But MLS, not so much. MLS is not in that category. And this is an example as to them offering why. Like, you know what I mean? They're just like, soccer comes one way. The, the, the leagues on the weekend, cups, and, and, and the continental tournaments midweek. That's how soccer is, just always, everywhere. South America, Mexico, North America, wherever. I mean, uh, Europe, wherever. But here in the U.S., the league's like, nah. We don't want to. We don't get why we're doing that. You know, <clears throat> that's my thing. It's like just well, what a yeah. great way to alienate the traditional soccer fans. Yeah. All right, uh, Orlando big game. Lost. big game in big game in Germany this weekend. Yeah, that's our big topic this week. Just want to catch. Do you guys have a snowstorm coming tomorrow? 
we got yeah, it. supposedly. I mean, you know, don't believe the hype. But the yeah, I guess they already canceled school ahead of time. This is this is also it's a it's a um, you know an, an inheritance of the COVID years. It's like oh, we're gonna go remote tomorrow. It's like because there's gonna be inclement weather supposedly. Mm. It's probably gonna be nothing, and then the kids are gonna stay home for no good reason anyway. But yeah, we'll see. There's supposed to be there's supposed to be some snow. Good way to walk some football. We got Champions League this this week. Uh, That's right. Champions League tomorrow. Um, yeah, Huntsville flew to Orlando to watch the U.S. Open Cup match, so I asked the wrong guy. He was there, uh, and he watched Orlando. Yeah. He goes to Sacramento. I've never. I need to do a trip up there. I need to do a trip where I go to a Sacramento game and a San Jose game. I would bet the Sacramento game is probably more fun than the San Jose game. I hear that San Jose is like the worst stadium experience in the league. I mean. Take that with a grain of salt, obviously. But uh, I hear that just online. They have this big bar. I'm just hanging out at the bar. Lobina. Stadium. Is that what it's called? The Lobina Bar? Lobina stands for longest outdoor bar in North America. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think there's a few of those. There's one in Vegas. So uh, I guess I get a measuring stick out. But, you know, and then I hear it's a lot of kids running around. And, you know, and the stadium is on the smaller side. I think it's only a 20,000-seater stadium. I don't know. I'm glad they have a stadium because I remember the days back when San Jose couldn't have a stadium, so they lost their team. I remember those days. So it's nice they got a that's team what back. The, that's uh, what the Houston Dynamo are now, right? They used to exactly. be San Jose, yeah. The most, underrated fran- the most underrated dynasty in league history is the San Jose slash Houston Dynamo because it's like there were two cities, so it was kind of split apart. But in reality, the 01, 03, 06, 07 winners were all the same core. And they had themselves a good, like Boston Celtics in the 80s, they had themselves a good little run in the aughts. It's nice to finally see the Houston Dynamo under Ben Olsen pick up again. But as you were alluding, Bjorn, it's the Germany hour. We had the big game, <laughs> and we didn't give it its due. We were what? like, oh, it's going to be a boring score. I ball. know. I mean, this is the kind of, I was saying, I was saying on a, on a, on a group chat, I was like, this is, you know, because people who are not necessarily Bundesliga fans, more Premier League fans, friend of mine, are like, oh, big game in Germany today. I was like, and I even said dismissively, as this is the kind of game where usually Bayern is up 3-0 20 minutes in. Like, yeah. you, hype, you hype it and you you think, uh, oh, this is, you know, the one that uh, blah, blah, blah. But then usually Bayern just crushes the opposition. That's how it's been. Alas, it was not, it did not. That's not how it went. Der Klassiker has ruined us because that's our expert. Der Klassiker, like 95% of the games have been total duds. You know what I mean? They've been, ta- right. they've all inflated. This is like, you know what? This is, this is the new Der Klassiker this year, but, but it's by Leverkusen. So that's a new variable that's been added. And by Leverkusen showed up so much so. Yeah. It wasn't a good game in the fact they went back and forth to each other. It was a good game in the fact that Bayern München all year, you know, I've been talking about this all year. There's been something missing with Bayern München. They're not convincing me. And this game called them out. It exposed all of their frailties in 90 minutes. I mean, Bayern, did you watch the game? I did watch the game. Bayern München had nothing to offer. The whole first half was by Leverkusen. The whole second half was by Leverkusen. I mean, yeah, Kane was, wasn't on the, the field. I Zonny. mean, I still, I still thought, yeah, they were up one, one zero at halftime, and I still was like, Bayern's going to get one out of nothing, and like, I really didn't, I, I, I didn't believe, but it, but in the end, it was a, it was a very, it was a pretty comprehensive clinic on Leverkusen's side. It was an odd. Um, uh, it was an odd lineup, from even. Tuchel, from Tuchel, yeah, very odd. Tuchel had to switch formation. That's a very un like thing to do. The like yeah. the switching formation to adjust to the opposition. That is not something we're used to. No, that's not from the right Bayern. Identity. Right, that's and not it identity. did not, and it it did not, and whether it was a a good idea or not, even in theory, it did not work at all. The three, the third. Um, the third center back, uh, the three center back lineup. Basically, they conceded the entire midfield. They were also, I mean, I guess they have some injuries. It's Kingsley Coman and Alfonso Davis 
weren't around. So the, the wings were also completely dominated. They threw this kit from, from who just arrived from Galatasaray. He came, he, okay. started on the, he started on the right and he did not, he had a tough, he had a tough game. Sasha I mean, Bowie. the, uh, the Leverkusen fullbacks are no, are no chumps. I mean, I also was thinking, just looking at the lineup, we had Thomas Müller was sitting, Kimmich is coming back from injury, Goretzka has been bad. I mean, legit, like player for player, you know, usually you're like, oh, Bayern, you know, obviously way superior squad, but maybe some issues. In this case, not really. Like person for person, there's a lot of positions where you would definitely take the Leverkusen guy over who yeah. Bayern was starting. Granite Shaka uh, is the best holding. In this particular Granite Shaka, yeah, yeah. both of the fullbacks really, the right. center backs probably. I would take either any of the Leverkusen center backs over Eric Dyer for sure. Um Matthias de Licht doesn't even but, start anymore. Like it's it's an odd to, it was an odd even just on paper, I was like, huh, I'm not sure what's happening. And then yeah, the midfield. Uh, what uh, I will I mean, say were... is the Bayer Leverkusen the... players, like Nathan Tella, who is he, right? Sasha Boa, who is he? These are two new arrivals, obscure arrivals. But but the Bayer Leverkusen players are just playing for their co- they're playing yeah. their hearts out. They're pl- Nathan Tella is crushed because Victor Boniface injured. Don't worry about it. Patrick Schick will show up. Right, Nathan and Tella had, will uh, show up. Well, he Patrick Schick Schick doesn't didn't even start. They right, but, but what I'm Bindi. saying is that Bayer Leverkusen is the one with the depth. Because their players are showing up, whereas Bayern München, their players are not showing up. I didn't know who Sasha Bowie was. Now I do. I know him as a pretty bad center back. <laughs> That's how I know him as. He had a rough game. Obviously, it's just one game, but mm-hmm. he was at fault for that first goal, and he screwed up for the. He had a rough game. I remember the whole game. I'm like, this Sasha. Bo-. I had to be like, who's number twenty three? He, he has. A, he had a out. tough. Yeah, he had yeah. a tough. He had a, had a tough one. And you know where where it's yeah Guerrero 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 was starting on the bench. I thought he could have really helped them help help them a little bit, getting some width into their game. It was yeah, it was an odd. It was an odd. It was it was an an odd lineup right from the right from the jump, and it never it never really turned. Like there was never. I thought like really at halftime, I thought wow, Leverkusen totally dominant. But they're only one up, and they're going to regret it. Like Bayern's going to, there's going to be some, you know, you're going to see some resistance in the second half, and then, but nope. it never happened. And then nope. they even they got that third where Manuel. Just little aside right. here, by the way, right. what yeah. the what was? You're up you're like down by two because they're down by two. You're down by two. There's like basically, thir- I mean, they never even restarted really after that third goal, right? So you're like 45 seconds. And Neuer is like out there, like trying to trying to hit flying headers. That's total in the opposition the in the so, opposition box. Like that's, that's it's total like posturing of the fans. It's like proof. Right? Like, you've you've care, lost the, but you've logically, that made no sense. Yeah. You've lost the game. It's right. not. And goal differential is real. Right. It's like so. Anyway, not that that's a big deal, but that was a head scratcher too. It's like, oh, that's it's very very performative. Um, but this for game, the goal, for, right? No, go ahead. But this game, so that's why there's Tuchel Raus right in front of the Bayern mention. I put the photo up on our Twitter. Tuchel put a huge Tuchel Raus sign on Zebenestrasse, the training camp or whatever. Everyone, they, Tuchel is under a lot of pressure. He who, was are under, get, who are they going to get next? They've already they've hired everybody already. Who is it, who's it going to be? If they, if there, was a, go of- there was a clip of a laughing Julian Nagelsmann. He's having, he was having a blast, right? And uh, it's just... He was, he was under a lot of pressure. He was under a lot of pressure. Nagelsmann's got a tough job too. Yeah, he's not he's doing laughing. any better. He's not doing any better. But it, it, uh, there was a lot of pressure under Tuchel, and then he did all these t- terrible blunders. He totally failed. Like his 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 tactical risks, which were unnecessary, failed miserably. So this is very much on Tuchel, right? Uh, I mean, it's also on the players, but Tuchel's in charge of the players. Something's going on. Well, Miller, Thomas Miller. He had a well. Is it time? To, is it time? I was going to say you have, a, you have a clip because he specifically called out the players. He was not. Right. He did not. He did not blame. He also quoted someone. Uh, well, but first and foremost, this game was bigger than we thought it was going to be. I do believe this game is the game where Bayer Leverkusen is like, we are for real. This is happening. 
they, they they've exposed Bayern's frailties and they showed that I agree. And they, they, showed yeah. that they had and they did it on they did it yeah. on short rest. They right. had a cup game. Their cup game also was amazing. Where they beat the Stuttgart. Where right. They beat Stuttgart with the right. late Jonathan Ta uh Jonathan Ta header. Also a great I mean game. it all yeah. it all feels it feels like everything is coming up by our Leverkusen this right. year. I mean they they um I mean it's only five points, but looking at the schedule, they follow they have I think most of the halfway decent teams they have at home. I mean, it, it's not, and by it's not like Bayern is going to win every game from here on out. They have Champions League still, and, and they have so Dortmund they have, still. Dortmund, they have, they have a lot of, uh, so I, yeah, I mean, the, the, still. the five, yeah, and that's tough. That's a tough place to go for anyone. Um, listen, don't make fun. I wasn't. Bochum's the Thai Kings. Bochum, zero zeros, one ones all day. Listen, Bochum. I was. I watched the. I watched. Well, I didn't watch the whole game. I watched the the goal arena or whatever. Hmm. Bochum. I. And I have to. I'm the first to admit. I was like pessimistic over the last two plus seasons. I did not believe Bochum is a legit decent team this season. They're staying. It's like staying in the Bundesliga. They're staying up. It, it's it's. Uh, we had three over the last two months. We had three games. Where we got gave up stoppage time equalizers. If there was no stoppage time, we would be in eighth. I did the math. We would be in Bochum would be in eighth place if if not for those. And uh, well, what they need uh, stamina. It's not That's even. Stamina. It's they not need. even like uh, no. But I'm saying like the last few years, there was like there was some, there was some uh, some luck. I feel like there was some games where it's like, oh, we didn't really deserve it, but you know, scored like a weird. This 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 year, I feel like we're in this position and even being a little unlucky. I think that it's even better than the the team is actually better than the the spot in the in the table suggests. So let's go, let's go, Bochum. You but need you need to, Jorgen Klinsmann ripping the phone book. Nobody needs you need, you need the you need uh, the guy. Uh, what's this? You need, you need the fitness guys to help your stamina, so you're not South tired. Korea. South Korea lost to Iran, yeah, or, mm, uh, or Jordan. Qatar, yeah. Jordan, 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 Jordan. Eventual final the of Jordan, mighty, but that's a whole other thing. We'll talk the about the mighty that Jordan. Anyway, we're gonna we're still, so, still with still back to Bayern, Leverkusen, Bayern, Bayern, Leverkusen. So we said our piece. This became a bigger game than we realized. By the path, but we need to hear from Thomas Muller because he had something to say. Let's hear uh, it. Uh, uh, so uh, you know we're going old school. Uh, now we're not allowed to show this in the United States, so I put a graphic over the interview. Hopefully, they don't strike us. It'll be good on the podcast either way. But for YouTube, sometimes we do this; they take our they take it off YouTube. So wish us luck. So for the live viewers, you're going to watch it. <laughs> Hopefully they don't give us a strike. All right. This is some passion. Uh, boom. Um, all right. I'll just play it a bit and then Bjorn do the honors and right. translate this for our English speakers. Let me just Sounds get this done, right? Okay. Thomas Müller, normalerweise ist Bayern in der Lage, sich in großen Spielen zu steigern. Warum war das heute jetzt uh, nicht zu sehen? Warum, warum... Uh... Hold on, hold on. We got a little echo. You got a little. Can you echo. hear? You hold on. To... Let me change this up a little bit. I'm confused as to why yeah. the audio is not coming out of the right place here. Hold on. The artisan thing. We got to fix our thing. So the question to to Thomas Müller was: Usually, Bayern can extract themselves. Or... How's that? Is, is that better? Thomas Müller, normalerweise yeah, Bayern that's in der Lage, sich in großen Spielen zu steigern. So what's the, he's offering the question? So the question, the question is usually uh, uh, in big games, Bayern is able to improve and live up to the live up to the big games. Usually, why was that not possible today? And here's Thomas Müller. Warum? Warum? Uh, es gibt natürlich einige Symptome, die man auch auf dem Platz sieht, und ich bin auch dementsprechend ehrlich gesagt angefressen. Man muss erst mal Bayern Leverkusen natürlich gratulieren. Uh, so uh, yeah, there's some symptoms that you can see on the field. Why he's going? Why? Why? Well, there's some symptoms you see on the field, and that's why I'm a little bit uh, angefressen. He's a little ticked off. Pissed off, he's pissed off. Right? Yeah, pissed off. He's he's 
He's uh, uh, and first of all, you know, respect and congratulations to Bayer Leverkusen. Great, uh, great performance. To totally deserved victory. They're, they're, we, we don't have to. We don't have to. We don't have to argue about that. What symptoms? What symptoms did you did you talk about? Asks the, uh, the reporter. Und deswegen sage ich es auch öffentlich, was mir fehlt, ist diese von den Spielern, von uns Spielern, dass wir im Training, im Training zeigen wir deutlich bessere Ansätze, weil wir da mutig sind, weil wir äh, frei Fußball spielen. Und da fehlen mir, jetzt können wir unseren Oliver Kahn zitieren, teilweise die Eier und diese, diese Freiheit. Wir haben eine Verkopftheit in unserem Spiel, vor allem mit Ball. Wenn du Leverkusen siehst, da ist doch nicht jeder Schachzug geplant. Wenn der Grimaldo rechts außen auftaucht, obwohl er Linksverteidiger ist, die zocken einfach, die spielen Fußball, die suchen Lösungen. Da bietet sich einer, wenn er merkt, oh, der Raum ist zu, dann zieht er sich zwei Meter auf. So, okay. Um, so he's saying, so he's saying that in, in practice they are more, they play more brave and they try things out. Um, but in games, there is a hesitancy. And he's quoting Oliver Kahn, who I guess was saying, I hadn't heard this previously, but Oliver Kahn has said they're lacking balls. Right. They are lacking the uh, uh, intestinal for, or testicular fortitude or whatever you want to call it. Aya, literally translated egg. They show, egg. Aya, Aya, the eggs, the balls, the, the ball. stones. They're lacking the stones. Uh, that they have in practice, and he's comparing them unfavorably with Leverkusen. He said, "In Lever, in the when you look at the Leverkusen side, not every, not every move is choreographed. Not every chess move is planned out. Grimaldo, the left back, sometimes shows shows up on the right, and uh, um, well, suck. How do you so say they're looking they for may- they're looking for they're looking for solutions, and they're looking for space, and they're sucking. Sucking is like." Quick decisions, right? Well, talking is like is is like playing, but like gambling in a sense. Like you know, you're trying something, and you're you're impulsive, and it's not. And he and he feels like during games, the Bayern side is 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 playing from their heads. They're like very mm. much in their heads, uh, uh, thinking about it versus in, instead of just reacting and just uh, uh, playing free like they do in practice. That's what we do. Aber nicht in dem Spiel, wenn der Druck da ist. Und das erwarte ich von unserer Mannschaft und von dem FC Bayern immer, dass wir Spieler, die auf dem Platz stehen, man darf den Druck spüren, aber man muss, das muss einem Energie geben. Und nicht, dass wir zehn Minuten haben wir ganz gut angefangen. Und dann bringen wir und verstehen auch nicht, dass, dass wenn es mal zäh ist und es vielleicht ein Abwartespiel ist, bringen den Ball öfter in die gegnerische Hälfte. Spiel mal einen langen Ball von mir aus. Hier hinten einfach ins Aus. Dann gibt es einen Wurf, können wir zustellen. Können wir den, den Druck in der gegnerischen Hälfte haben. Da spielen wir von A nach B, von B nach C. Und keiner hat die Freiheit, dass einfach zu zocken äh, beginnt. Um Warum gibt es diese Freiheit? So, okay, yeah. So, more, more, more of the same. He's saying that um, uh, they're playing from A to B and from B to C. Sometimes it's, he would wish that there would also be just a long ball in the to to get some pressure into the opponent's half he says that in Bayern, when you play for bayern there's always pressure and and right now the pressure kind of makes the team tentative in games compared to practice but he says that that can't be like with bayern when you play for bayern there's always pressure you got to you got to turn that pressure into energy it's got to give you energy but that's not how it's been it's it's a uh, um there's a there's a caution and a very kind of schematic way um, of building up play versus and he would like to see more freedom and people just trying stuff. And now, of course, the the reporters try to get him to get into to, 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 because has, he was Thomas Tuller was. Is saying, this a pro, Is this a problem of the right. coach? Is, is this is this the why you don't why do you not have this 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 freedom? Is this a, a problem of the with the coach? Es waren genügend Spieler auf dem Platz von internationalem Format, 
äh, und, und deswegen äh, brauchst du gar nicht Richtung Trainer gehen. So, Müller rejects it, Thomas rejects it. He's like, oh, you want to take shots at, you, you, you want me to take shots at the, uh, at, the, at the coach? That's not, that's not it. You know, we're doing it in practice. We're, we, you know, when, when there's mistakes in practice, the coach calls it out. We had a lot of players of international caliber on the field and it's not the coach. It's like, you gotta, you gotta look at the, you look at the players. Welche Rolle hat denn der taktische Ansatz gespielt, der anders war als sonst? And now he's asking about the, 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 the tactical approach or the formation that was different than it has been. Did that have something to do with it? Auch personell auf dich verzichtet, auf Kimmich verzichtet und so weiter. Zu And then also personnel. Das ist jetzt kein neuer personeller taktischer Ansatz. Wir haben sehr viele Spieler fit. Aber Dreierkette bzw. Fünferkette ist noch. Ja, genau. So... Uh, he's saying you're you were on the bench. Kimmich was on the bench, and Müller's like, oh, that's not no, that's no new thing. That's been it's been like that. But then the reporter says, well, what about three in the back versus four in the back? Yeah, versus five in the that? back, right? Yeah, five. No, yeah. But the Ansatz, dieses Leverkusener System zu spiegeln und aggressiver zu sein und so, hat man in den ersten zehn Minuten gesehen, hat ganz gut funktioniert. Wovon ich spreche, sind Entscheidungen vor allem mit Ball. Und äh, da hat der taktische Ansatz nichts damit zu tun. Das hat auch mit einer gewissen Spielintelligenz zu tun, mit einer gewissen Selbstständigkeit auf dem Platz, Entscheidungen zu treffen, welche Laufwege mache ich. Ähm, und in der Defensive hat es, wenn dann da was damit zu tun, wie aggressiv gehe ich raus, erkenne ich Situationen und da müssen wir uns dringend steigern und, und das werden wir auch tun. Dankeschön. Ja, yeah, so... Uh, oh, sorry. No worries. Um, yeah, so he's saying this is not about the formation. I think he, he says he says that the the initial setup of mirroring Leverkusen's formation he, he felt like worked pretty well in the first 10 minutes. But he says it's not about that. It's not about formation. It's not about tactics. It's about the individuals, the, the players' decision making, the individuals, you know, deciding where to go, where to run, how to space out. Um, how to approach the game and that's where the problem lies it's not formation or tactics it's the it's the individual decision making so thomas Muller's clearly frustrates teammates pretty much it's like it was the big game the big show and they did not show up they just wimped out for 90 minutes played ball in their head where he was looking at by leverkus and they were moving the ball so freely and confidently you know and making those risks of like should we do this should we do that where he feels they're playing in their head, but he refuses to blame Tuchel like everyone wants to blame. And he's throwing shade at, I think, his teammates. Grant is just obviously frustrated in the moment. Um, but yeah, I love it. You don't really see passion from Thomas Muller like that a lot. Uh, you don't? Okay. Do, I mean, am I wrong? He's usually a happy-go-lucky dude. I don't uh, know. I think he's, you know, he's, he, he'll, he'll talk. I mean, he's a, you know, they don't call him... Radio, Radio Müller for nothing. <laughs> that's true, but that's more for his teammates. I don't know. I've never seen him go to the press like this. Or I can't okay. think in recent memory even go to the press like this. But either way, I think it summed up how they felt, you know. Um, Bayern Munich had the big game. They were down two points. That was for them to lead and, and win a title this year. And they fumbled, to borrow a Super Bowl word, uh, an American football word. Uh, and now they're off five points. And I'll tell you, this could be the first season that Bayern Munich doesn't have this any titles. This could be the year, but we thought that yeah. last year, and we, and we won't believe it until it, I won't believe it until it happens. But uh, this was a big one for sure. It's a big one. You know, I mean, are they going to win the Champions League this year? I don't. I just don't think they have it. Um, you know, I don't know. Well, uh, they've done very. They've done extremely well in the Champions League. Yeah, they got lots on Wednesday. I'm sure they'll do okay with them. And... Tati Casianos against Bayern. <laughs> the great Tati. Let's go. Let's go. So there you have it. That was the big Spitzenspiel this weekend. And that was Thomas Muller's I mean, thought. It, and... was, it was pretty great. I, I uh... Yeah, it was very good. It's nice to get some variety. And Bayer Leverkusen are playing great, great soccer. Now, this leads to another topic. Is this my negativity speaking, Bjorn? I feel yes. that Sha <laughs> probably. <laughs> I've been talking about how Xabi Alonso is going to Liverpool or Real Madrid this summer. This summer. But a Sky Sports fancy schmancy boy 
said that Xabi Alonso is not going anywhere until the end of next season. He feels that Xabi Alonso is definitely going to be the Bayer Leverkusen coach, Bayer Leverkusen coach next season. Who who is this? Uh, I don't, some Sky Sports analyst. I don't know. I was watching some Sky Sports today. He's he's a German dude, but it was for British TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Xabi Alonso will stay here in 2025, but perhaps then he'll leave. Like he was offering that like a fact. And I was like, maybe I'm being too, was it pessimistic and thinking that he's leaving this summer? I mean, is that am I being too pessimistic? I mean, I I, I don't know. I have no. I, I I mean, he has a contract, presumably. I don't. Yeah, think but they just. But I mean, that could be that could be worked out. I mean, it's it's really what does he want to do? He's still a very young coach. I mean, I think, I think he should. I mean. If I would advise him, I would say, yeah, give it another year. You know, you also don't. He is the hottest thing right now, of course. I mean, and, if you ask me right now, he's going to Liverpool this summer, right? They're gonna, there's gonna be a big fee. Liverpool will pay by Leverkusen for him, and he'll be the club placement, the big. And thing. I'm, I'm sure that could happen if he, right. if he, if he, if he wants that to happen. But I would, I would, I would. Uh, yeah, we talked about it last week. I would advise. A little caution and let him, you know, let him follow his. I'm mean, he's a he seems like he's a smart guy and he was very deliberate about his uh career steps. And I think he should he should stay that way and 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 probably stay another year and then see what happens. I mean, those are also you know, like it's not a it's not a, these are not long leash jobs, you can also really um derail your career if you if you jump into a job like that too early so but i mean of course you know those are big obviously that's big money big big uh, uh it could turn his head i don't know i have no i, I have no idea i wouldn't won't, i won't pretend to have any knowledge one way or another yeah, so Shabby Lonzo watch, Bayer Leverkusen watch is heating up. It's getting real. Not only are they going to win the league, but it looks like they're going to win the cup too. So it might be a domestic. Yeah, they have a pretty good. Uh, yes, yeah, mentioned Gladbach and a couple and a bunch of uh, second division teams. So, I yeah, are they still in the Europa League? Because maybe there's a treble in their mid. I know I had to. I had to throw too much pressure I don't on think, them. I don't think they were. Were they in the? Or were they in the Conference League? Maybe. Are they? Maybe they're not in Europe this year, which is going to help. Think, I didn't yeah, I don't see were, them yeah. in the Europa League. Which is, I think, why uh, why they really now are in a good spot because they don't they don't have the same uh, fixture congestion that that Bayern has. I mean, who knows if Bayern gets knocked out of the Europa Locked League in. by taught by two Tati Castellanos hat tricks and. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, I don't um, see them. I'm in the conference league. I don't think they're in Europe at all this year. No, no, think. they're not. They're def- They're not. So yeah. So so, but they they're still on 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 the rail on the track for a double domestic double. So as the top, we got Bayer Leverkusen with five points. Bayern mentioned second place, and there's a ten point gap to Stuttgart in third, right? Or is it Dortmund somewhere somewhere in there? The Stuttgart and then Dortmund Leipzig uh, crew, uh, and then there's the middle, and then there's a little bit of a gap. For the relegation zone, there's a five point on the bottom of the table. It's not super exciting because there's three distinct teams on the bottom. Then there's a gap, and then there's Union Berlin and Bochum and things like that. But Bochum have themselves a cushion, right? Uh, yeah, and should have should have more. Let me take a look. How big is this cushion? It is significant. Yeah, uh, Union Berlin is 15th with 21 points, and Köln is 16th with yeah. 16 points. So it's a five point cushion down there too so uh mines just fired their coach uh today i think or yesterday so mines is doing the old yeah, they have, coach uh, oh by the way i'm sorry we just to correct uh leverkusen are in the europa league still there's just oh, not miss it? no less yeah they they won their group actually won all their games so they um uh but the the europa league this year has this like this like in between round where so they're Freiburg not in until March. Lens, so it's not they're not going to play. We're not going to even know who they're going to play until the end of February. But they they will play Europa League. So they're up for a treble. So they're up for a treble yep. still. True. Uh, dare I say it? Dare I say it? But uh, yeah. So on the bottom of the table, uh, Mainz got their switched up their coaches. Darmstadt's looking to be the wooden spoon of the year. Uh, Union Berlin seemed to be 
doing okay. Like they're not in danger of relegation at the moment. At least, or at least they're close to it, but not. Well, they got a close big win. Got a got a big win yeah. against Wolfsburg, so that gives them a little bit of room. Right, gives them a little. And Bochum has been tying up a storm. But Jan Zivet, <laughs> who replaced Stefan <laughs> This Bamka, was a good one. This was a good one, this tie in, in Frankfurt. They had some – I mean, they also could have easily lost it. I'm not going to say that, but hmm. uh, they had some chances late. Anyway, what were you going to say? Nothing. Just Jan Zivet was fired, and he was the replacement for Stefan Baumgart, right? Mm. And he was fired. And you know who else was fired? The Haas cool. coach was fired over the weekend. Oh, in the – what I thought they were doing were they not huh? That was very interesting to me. That's why I brought it up. Because the top three teams in second division are where I'm from, the northern clubs. It's Zampauli first. It was Hamboy second and Holstein Kiel third, but I think they flipped. And Hamboy right. Hamburg lost to Hanover at home, and that was enough to get the coach fired. Coach fired okay. because they lost at home the week prior. Wow. And essentially Hamboy has seen this happen six seasons in a row. <laughs> and I think they're like, we're not going to have it happen again. Now, granted, they can be shooting themselves in the foot. So the minute they had two or three losses in a row, and they're, they're, they're now third, they're slipping, they're like, they made a choice, they made a decision right away. So they fired Tim Valta, the coach, who was leading them to the top, and they are linked with Stefan Baumgart, the old oh, Mainz boy, coach. Okay. So as the carousel continued. But I just thought that was an interesting tidbit, because when I read that, I'm like, he fired their coach. He's the second place in the league. And they fired him the minute the minute they started losing two or three games. He got he got fired. I mean, Humboy is doing whatever it takes to not miss promotion again. So they're up for a little bit of a change. We'll see how that affects Humboy positively or negatively. So that's just an interesting little tidbit. Uh, Zampoli is leading handsomely. I think they're top of yeah. the second division by five points. A couple. Uh, well, they have yeah they they're they have five point cushion towards third yeah so they could towards third yeah yeah so good for they're them looking, they're looking good zang Pauli in the bundesliga maybe i mean still a long way to go this is all uh, little five points is not a whole lot uh i mean same for leverkusen but it's just it feel this 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 was a big weekend yeah so we got a uh, big happenings with hamburg down in the second division will zampali and holstein kiel finally make it up two small small clubs We've uh, got the uh, yeah, we've got Champions League. The Champions League is is again, uh, like alternates weeks, right? With this, so there's only four. Uh, we only have one. Well, Leipzig is at home against Real Madrid tomorrow, and then Bayern at Lazio on Wednesday. Yeah, we have tomorrow. Yeah, and then and we have so RB Leipzig is tomorrow. Bayern's on Wednesday, and Copenhagen against Man City. Uh, PSG against San Sebastian, and then in, in next week the other four, the other four games. Yeah, Dortmund's not till next week. Um, all right, that's right. PSV versus Dortmund. Thomas uh, uh, Tony Kroos is not going back to Bayern, right? But will Tony Kroos go back to the German national team? You think? What is that in the? Yep, that's he's, been talked about. I'm talking about pulling out of retirement, helping the national team again. I mean, if it's a positive effect, I'm all for it. I mean, if he if he can add some more firepower in the midfield, why not? No, no, no you're not into it. No. All right. Why? Just he's too old. It's just I don't think it's 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 not what they need. They need you know they need to the young the young the younger guys have to have to find a way. This is not the the answer is not to bring all the you know have much have, have like. Run out the lineup that won twenty fourteen again. That's not gonna. That's not gonna do it. Also, Tony Kroos is busy podcasting. I mean, his brother have a podcast. Einfach mal Luppen with Tony and Felix Kroos. Einfach so, mal Luppen. So he's well, busy. good for him. I don't think he'll. Uh, you want to talk a little MLS for one minute? Like Emma Forsberg is looking like he's gonna set the league on fire. Well, you know what blows me away. The play-by-play commentator of the game didn't know who he was. Oh. And he kept calling him ML Force Bay. Now, how stupid do you have to be? Okay, so even if you're just a regular human being with a public school education, all right, he's Swedish. His last name is spelled F-O-R-S-B-E-R-G. 
How do the Swedes pronounce berg? B-E-R-G. Berg. Yeah, berg or berg, right? So if you see a Swedish dude named named Emil Forsberg, why would his name be Emil Forsberg? He kept calling him Forsberg. This is the Coachella guy. This was the guy who did play by play on the man, YouTube. You're screen. gonna like you're gonna you're gonna drag the you're gonna drag the fucking no, like, but even be, but come on, Bjorn. Just be grateful. Be I know grateful he's not for the preseason stream, man. Any commentary is bonus. Yeah, but you're gonna what the drag heck? him for like he doesn't know like your guys' is your it, it dude's it name. Makes me mad because. I understand it's not an A plus commentator. He's got whoever. He gets a ham sandwich and a couple drink tickets to do this. But even that, man, where did Force make up for? So you don't even know who the hot new signing is. I'll give you a pass. But why do you not know how to pronounce the Swedish guy's name? I don't get that. I don't give a pass. I just don't get it. It's. I mean, this is like if you want to. If you want to. If you want to drag the the Premier League commentary, I'm 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 with you all the way. This poor guy, like he does this out of the goodness of his heart, and like ML Force Bay doesn't say you enough. He has like there's like 28 teams. There's eight games every day. He's gotta and he needs Wikipedia to like he, is free, he should call, like he needs to call like Emil's grandmother to, no, to ascertain. No, anybody. It's a Swedish guy. His name is Berg. B R G. Get off the get off the man's back. That's what I say. Fine, I know. What's his face? Preseason. Tommy Scoops was like, I can't believe this, but due to reports, Toronto won four to three. I can't believe I wouldn't know the score otherwise. Update on that, by the way. I think I'm going to go to Coachella next week and watch nice. some of these games live, stream or no stream. I'll it looks there. great. I looked. I just. I just. Uh, I mean, I really. I try to. To manage myself and not get you know because i have a history of like getting way too into preseason games and having all kinds of opinions based on i got i got bad info i you know i tried for once to engage on twitter which i i never do because i you know we have we got hannes Wolf from from borussia mönchengladbach right so i asked my my brother you know for a scouting report and he said yeah talented but some issues he's a six or an eight it's completely wrong. My brother, who's a, I guess the guy hasn't played much, and but but uh, anyway, he's a winger. Turns out he's a winger. He's not a he's not a, a six or an eight. He's a, he's going to play on the right wing, and um, he's thirty six. So hopefully coming off the bench. He's thirty six. Yeah, right. How old is he? He's old, right? What? I think he's thirty six, right? You're talking. You're thinking about Maxi Morales? No, hold on. Hannes Wolf. Max Kruse. You think Max Kruse? Born in '99. That makes 24. him 25. Oh, I'm totally mixed up. He's 24. Yeah. Oh, he's never not mind. Old. Never mind, my friend. No, no. He is. Uh, he is. Ah. He's. Uh, he, he's in his prime. And if we can keep him engaged, because he looks a little. I guess he's been a little. Um, injured and a little flighty, perhaps in Germany. But if he, if we can keep his attention. He looks good. He looks like he is a pressing again. It's preseason. I shouldn't even say these. No, things. but that's an exciting. See, I thought for whatever reason, my head I thought he was like thirty. He is a. Uh, um, he is. A, I mean, he he's a little frightening. They had these interviews. You know, he's got that thick Austrian accent. He's never been in New York before prior to coming here. I'm like, that's always that's a big. Uh, it is a big move, but. Um, and I was saying to a friend of mine, he is like, you know, with his accent and the way he looks, he he is like the second to last person to get killed in like a Die Hard movie. He's we will dominate. Like, we will dominate that, on like, the field. And we he's got that vibe. So I was a little frightened, but he's looked, he's looked like a very very good. Not not Emil Forsberg. So, you know, quality. He's not Force Bay. There's no Force Bay. Not even Bear. I would have had Bear. I'd like better. He said Bay. <laughs> Like ERG means A in because any language. Because he's gonna be. Because he's gonna what be your bay. He's gonna he's be your bay. He better be That's my That's what bae. he's. Yeah, he's gonna. He is gonna be your. So in Red anyway, Bulls news. So in Red Bulls, for the for the NYCFC games, they had Glenn Crooks on commentary with the other guy who was who's very competent. I had no complaints. Anyway, it looks nice. I'm glad you're going. It looks like a cool thing. There's like 87 games every day. You right. can. 
more soccer than you know what to do with. I had to leave early last time because it was too much. I was like watching soccer six hours straight. I was like, this is <laughs> too much. Overload. Preseason uh, overload. The big thing we only have, goals. and it goes on for weeks. I guess there's a whole other yeah. set of teams coming. Next NYCFC is almost week. done. We only have one more game, then we leave, and a whole other set of teams come. The women's teams, yeah. The, for the men's teams, it ends on Saturday. Then oh, that, it's, interesting. It's okay. just minor league teams and women's teams, I think. But no, the big thing with the Red Bulls, and I talked about this last week, is that this whole thing be like, we're investing. And so far, it's led to one. It's just ML4 Spay. He's the only guy. Our, our lineup looks identical. I mean, he looks like replaced. he's going to be good, though. Yeah, he is going to be good. But our lineup is going to be identical to last year, except replace Lucinius with ML4 Spay. And then there you go. That's all they did. And it's like, really? Is this the big? Compared to any other team, we actually had a pretty slow offseason. We had three players leave and two players come in. And then and then and one of the two players won some youth unproven international. Those we have a dime a dozen. They never work out. And we had ML Force Bay, which was fun. <laughs> never they never work out. Yeah. Tyler Adams is gonna call in. No, no, no. I'm talking no, not the, our homegrowns work out, but our our, our our Scandinavian youth international imports never uh, work out. Okay. We have All those right. in spades. I can give you a long list of people you've never heard of. Frederick Goldbrunson, we paid $2 million for him. I think he's retired now or something. So Noah Ellie. Now, I forgot his last. Noah Ellie, Noah Wiley, Noah something others brought in. He's a Noah Wiley? Not Noah Wiley, but Noah Ellie or something. He's a Swedish youth international, one of a billion. That he's going to come in. Maybe he'll be good. We need to send him back. But anyway, all I know is that you look at any club, NYCFC, DC United, Chicago is finalizing Kellen Acosta. And it's like, we could use Kellen Acosta. We'll take Kellen Acosta, you know. Um, you know, and then uh, Colorado's signing up a storm. Just just the offseason's busy for everyone. New York Red Bulls, they promised us to be busy for us. And it's looking very unbusy. The only thing we have going for us is will Dante Von Zier and Lewis Morgan be available and healthy this year? Because last year, Lewis Morgan was unavailable most of the season, and Dante Van Zier was unavailable about half the season. You know, you know what we saw in preseason was we saw Emil Forshbay and Dante Van Zier link up on an equalizer against St. Louis SC, and it's like, yes, Dante, Emil, become friends. Know each other. Bay. Be Bay. Be Bays. Be Bays to each other. What language is B-E-R-G Bay in any language, Bjorn? I mean, come on. Oh, who we got here? Emil Forsbay? Who's another famous Swedish person? Uh, Abba. Abba. I'll be like, oh, look, it's Shabay. Shabay's coming in. Shabay? Oh, yeah. A-B-B-A in Swedish is pronounced Shabay. This is, you're you're, you're talking yourself into something. According to this commentator, that's how he would pronounce it. Poor guy. I just couldn't what handle it? it. I just couldn't handle it. With people. <laughs> just like, who the hell is Porsche Bay? It was just my logic could handle it. It's just, just turn the sound guy. off. If yeah. if the like if the Coachella commentator doing eight games a day is going to upset you, you should just turn the sound off. Why is it a guy who doesn't know who the MLS players are? I mean, come on, give me the gig, man. Throw it to a Schitzel boy. Uh, okay, sorry, we're going a little long. I'm just say I, I, I'm all about the New York Rebels, but there are like I want more signings. Where's our Hans Wolf? Yep. Where's our or Hannes Wolf? I say Hans Wolf's right there. What, but where, Hans where's, Wolf. Where's our Kellen Acosta? Hannes, does Hans? I mean, this is we have not really discussed this. Hans Wolf, Hannes Wolf. I mean, this is obviously there's only one F in in the player Wolf versus the listener. Man. Listener Wolf has two. Like what? Uh, uh, I want to hear from. Han, are you going to get the jersey? Or what's the story? Yeah, that'd be a good, that'd be a perfect jersey for you, Hans Wolf. So, it's, Bjorn, it sounds like you're really into it and you're excited about what's happening with your team. I think, I mean, you never know. You know, obviously, you we signed these people and we've never, I mean, I think we still probably need a left back, but other than that, and we still haven't, the the, the 18-year-old Serbian striker is still not official, so hopefully uh, that's happening. But, uh, yeah, I feel, I feel pretty good. I feel like uh, our team has improved. We have... It's it's a we have a pretty full squad now in preseason. That was not the case last year. Signings came very very late. I mean, really midway through the season or two thirds through the season is when we really got the, the the important reinforcements. And now, 
Maxi Morales looks like he's coming back. So great. Yeah, I feel I feel pretty good. But I mean, you know, hope springs eternal in the preseason, and then we'll see when the when the rubber meets the road. But um, so next week is our last episode before the season begins. There's a the, yeah, the, the, game, the, the league opens on a Wednesday. It's a couple. It's in a couple weeks. Yeah. So Hans Wolf says he's not going to get the jersey. Unless he adds an orange extra F, that'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> you so can you do have, that custom. You have it both. You could have the the double Wolf. The the that's pretty cool. The Hannes Wolf in sheep's clothing, perhaps. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. I mean, obviously, the guy's just coming off the plane. He has to prove himself to us. We're not gonna just get all bent out of shape after like a, a sixty minutes worth of preseason, but. Um, Oh, the social medias keep joking how we finally made the squad. Yeah, after all of after all those years, Hans, finally you, you're you're on the you're on the team. <laughs> that's that's when we. I was joking in the old days when Tommy McNamara first started playing. I was I was thinking that somebody from the third rail had won a contest because he did not <laughs> look like he did not look like a a pro a pro soccer player. But it turned out he was turned out he was great. Speaking of legend, I legend. Won. Speaking of a little talk about movies again, I watched Next Goal Wins the other day. Did we talk about this last week? Oh, the Thomas Rongen thing? Thomas Rongen movie worth... about the American Samoa. Is that thing. worth watching? The real story is a beautiful story, but I will say, maybe because I'm too much of a nerd and too close to it, I would say they didn't do the story justice. There's some funny moments, but the reason I bring it up is because half the American Samoa team were like dudes in their mid 40s. So it's just like, you know, that was for that because it's a small island nation. And they were the last ranked nation in the world. And they lost by the biggest margin in professional soccer history. They lost Mm. 33-0. I remember that game. Uh, But it's a really good story in real life. And I felt the movie might have had problems or something. I feel they missed. They didn't Mm. capture it all. And I thought Michael Fassbender was a really bad Thomas Rongen. Because we know Thomas Rongen. He's quite the character. And I feel Michael Fassbender didn't do a lot of his... Hmm. Didn't do a lot of research, maybe. Should have uh, just let him play himself. I think so. And, and you know, it's a lot of Kiwis in there, some great Kiwi humor. It's a fun movie, but I felt the story a lot more potential than it did. Okay. So, just a quick Yeah, I forgot. Of... I kind of forgot that that sort of came and went. I guess it right. was not very... I Because that was on my radar, and then I forgot about it. But, yeah, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, it's, it's a fun thing, but it's a little... Like, they could have done better with it, I think. All right. More well, fun. we're over an hour... Let's call this. Cheers, bis nächste Woche. Hans Wolf, welcome back. Very nice chatting with you. Absolutely. I still have that shirt for you, that Schnitzel Boys shirt. Season opener, maybe. I was going to say, there's a few out there. there. But we have merch if people want to buy stuff. Uh, I have a TikTok account that I'm trying to put some up every day. If you want a little extra Schnitzel Boys content, I'll be doing it. Um, Yeah, it's, uh, it's Stefan the Soccer Guy on TikTok. I'll give that a plug. Uh, we're on uh, we're on Podcast World. Uh, like and subscribe. Tell your friends. Get people involved. And uh, we look forward to MLS starting uh, not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday. That creeps up on us fast, didn't it? Tschüss. Tschüss. Macht's gut.